He says he's not really over the moon about the, what the Jags did with their first two selections, but they filled voids and hopefully hit on both. Action Sports Jax's uh, Brent Martineau is with us, and you'll have three hours to break down those selections and look ahead to the next needs on ESPN 690 this afternoon. Maybe not a big splash, but certainly filling those voids in cornerback and also on the defensive end. Yeah, sometimes avoiding the splash is the best way to go about it, Rich, right. long term. And these are really looking down the road, these kind of picks. It shows you that Dave Caldwell, Doug Marone, even though the pressure might be on them in 2020, that they're looking for the future for the Jacksonville Jaguars franchise. I'm not sure how big of an impact these guys will make right away this fall, but they could be really good football players for a long time to come for the Jaguars. What sort of insight was uh, uh, offered, I guess, from GM Dave Caldwell about the Yannick Ngakwe situation and with the pick of a defensive end, Kalevan Chasen from LSU. Does that signal any changes ahead with him? I think it's a checkmate for Yannick Ngakwe in his current situation, but on a couple of occasions, Caldwell mentioned Yannick Ngakwe being on the team, playing with Kalevon Chason, and also with Josh Allen. So they plan to have him in the fall. They did not get any offers over the last couple of days. I don't think he gets traded through the weekend, and now it will be up to Yannick Ngakwe. Does he want to play for this football team? Does he want to make $17.8 million in the fall? He'll have to make that decision if he wants to sign that franchise tender and then play in the fall. All right, so what are the needs next? What comes in the next rounds? They have 10 more picks unless trades are made, right? Well, you have to believe now that they've gone defense a little bit. They say, hey, Gardner Minshew, we didn't draft the quarterback. We believe you are our guy here in 2020. Let's go put some things around Gardner Minshew, whether it's a running back because Leonard Fournette has one more year on his deal, whether it's more receivers, it's a deep draft in that respect, or they could try to beef up the offensive line. I expect at least one of these selections tonight in the second and third round to be on the offensive end, get a weapon for Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I'm interested in getting your take on something totally different on this, Brent. I I just wonder what your take is as someone who's worked in the television and radio industry for so long. How did the NFL, ESPN, and all the other uh, networks kind of handle the uh, production elements of it? It was really fascinating to see the beginning of it, at least before I went to bed. It really was, and and I think they did a pretty good job. You know, there were the delays. I think you couldn't feel the atmosphere like you normally would. I mean, we were in Nashville. It was crazy last year. We would have been in Vegas last night and, and through the weekend. So you didn't have the buzz. You didn't have the atmosphere. But I talked to Dave Caldwell last night, and he said everything was smooth on their end. We did not see a lot of trades last night, Rich. I was surprised by that, and I wonder if that's because of the communication and the possibility that things could have gone wrong. Mm. Uh, three to six this afternoon, uh, Brent Martineau and uh, Austin Lane will break down the Jag selections uh, in great detail and look ahead to the rest of the needs for the next several rounds on ESPN 690. Thanks. It's 823 as Jacksonville's morning news continues. You can weigh in. How do you-